Hey again, everybody. This is Chris Posty Posterson, and I'm back with another super deluxe special edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. Most of the time, I work behind the scenes helping to edit some of the episodes of this podcast. But now and then, Scoots asks me to take an episode we've recently aired. I experiment with some sound design and music, and we re-release it as a super deluxe special edition show. He asks me to do that as a way to say thanks to all of you who are patrons of the show. I know that just for my end, hours go into every episode, so I can only imagine twice the number of hours, three times the number of hours, Scoots probably pours into each episode. So it's a lot of work, um, but your patronage goes a long, long way to helping everybody continue to work on the show. So feel good about that. Thanks very much. And let's get into another Super Deluxe Special Edition. For tonight's Super Deluxe Special Edition episode, sometimes when I make a Super Deluxe, I'll take an episode that aired and say it has a space theme. It gives me a really sort of clear story to tell with the music where I try to make it sound like space, as an example. But other times, when it comes time to make a Super Deluxe, I'll just stay up a little later than usual and wait for the rest of the house here to go to sleep. and I'll dim the lights in my studio room, put my headphones on, and I'll just kind of play an episode and experiment with sound and try to design something that makes me feel sleepy. I have a standing desk, so basically what I'm trying to do is put myself to sleep while I'm standing at the computer. Uh, It's not as much of a story, but it's a bit of an experiment in designing sleepy, meditative drones. So that's what uh, tonight's Super Deluxe episode was born out of. One of my late night experimental try to put myself to sleep sessions. I hope that it can do the same for you. Thank you all so, so much for your support, your help continuing to support the show. Uh, And that's it. All right. Some sleepy drones. Scoots sounds a bit like he's coming through a telephone. Hopefully, this helps you get some rest. Good night, everybody. Um, and say, 
oh, this does help uh, put me to sleep or soothe me, or for those of you who uh, keep you company in the deep, dark night, or those of you that do daytime listening for cooling out or just relaxation or background noise, uh, uh, thank you. So I want to thank you uh, for listening. I want to thank you for your commitment to me, uh, those of you that have gone beyond listening and interacted with me, told, shared your stories with me, supported me with your words, and uh, most of, and the huge thing is just sharing the show by word of mouth. I uh, really am really grateful for that. Uh, the show has grown uh, because of you, and you've probably helped someone else uh, fall asleep, and uh, you've helped me keep going, and you've uh, really validated the hard work I pour into the show uh, by telling me the impact you have on the show, or sharing the show, or just being kind. The kindness and encouragement are such a powerful thing, especially that encouragement, uh, and I've learned so much, uh, so I want to thank you for that. Uh, so those of you that have interacted with me or just spread the word about the show silently, I know you're out there. Like, uh, you don't have to let me know. But I'm still grateful and thank you. Uh, so thank you for that. And then I want to thank all of you that have supported the show financially. Uh, those of you that have uh, purchased things from sponsors, uh, supported the show like uh, in a one-time thing. And particularly in uh, those of you that support the show on a regular, ongoing, monthly basis, uh, uh, you, you, you like the show. Would, I say this, but it's true. It wouldn't exist without you. I'm so grateful uh, because my ability to make the show uh, comes from you and to sustain the show, and uh, that you've taken this that step and saying, "Well, I get something out of this. Let me support it." Uh, not only does it mean a lot to me, it really means the existence of the podcast. Uh, so, uh, Sleep With Me in its current state over the past uh, three years now, I think uh, it would have stopped. Uh, and uh, without the people supporting the show on a regular basis, and those who support the sponsors are a huge help, too. Because uh, Casper and uh, Brooklyn are with us on a regular basis, and, and Sleep Phone's a little bit different commission thing, but it still uh, is, is a big help. Uh, that's what keeps the show and it covered. So thank you for taking that big, rare action step of uh, validating uh, that the podcast has concrete value to you. And I hope that you, you're, you do feel really special and good about it because you, you should. And when you're taking that step, there is no small step uh, because it is like uh, the, the, the percentage of you that do that are, are giants in my book. So thank you for that. Uh, and everyone, again, to circle back, though, thank you for this opportunity. I've learned so much, uh, and I've heard so many stories, and I've been able to be of service and take something that I enjoy doing and to help people that are in a situation that I really can relate to. And I really stress that on a show. It's like, you deserve a good night's sleep, and this is the way I think I can help uh, by distracting those stories. And so you're really giving me an ch- opportunity to uh, really explore things. So, so what I propose to do uh, is just I'm going to just go into uh, uh, Radio Public because they have a nice way of listing the show all in a row. Uh, and then I'm going to just run, th- I'm going to scroll back, I'm going to pause here, I'll go back to episode 501 like the blue jeans and we'll start there okay so looking back here and looking at the 499 500 501 and 502 episodes and that is a good place to check out if you're new 499 was the first episode of season two of uh super doll and it was a pretty creative high point and then 500 is a tng episode that was fun 501 is a very very personal episode so if you want to know more about me and my journey uh, that's probably a good episode to check out and then uh, 502 is our lulling retrospective of the first 500 episodes uh, which maybe I'll run that for Labor Day instead of uh, the uh, maybe, I don't know I guess I'll have to look at when we're going to hit episode five, uh, 500 or six 700 so that starts with our review here. So for episode 503 was family. 
uh, the Picard edition, I broke the Star Trek The Next Generation episode into, uh, uh, it was such a dense episode about family, about Picard's family and Worf's family, uh, that I did, uh, that I broke it into two episodes. Then, Phil uh, Fushigi, Riven Teen, was a, a kind of a tribute episode I did for my brother, my brother and me, just because I love those guys, I love that podcast. And they really are as wonderful people uh, and as funny as they sound like on the show, uh, those three brothers, uh, uh, those goofs. Uh, uh, so th- that was a fun episode to do, because yeah, that was a 2017, I think was, uh, I think it was uh, Justin wanted to be the rib- ribbon team, 20 ribbon team, but I can't remember what they ended up, uh, and I don't know. I think they were talking about Fushigi balls. So that was that. Then Project Platypus was another uh, Superdoll Stories. And Superdoll Stories was uh, the first half of the season was like a look back at uh, kind of the origin stories of uh, some of the Superdoll characters, and which was a team of superheroes uh, just sitting around. That was the initial season one early on in the history of the podcast. Uh, a team of superheroes sitting around waiting uh, to do something. Uh, then there's an ad for Tripod, which was in March 2017, a kind of way to try to get more people to uh, listen to podcasts. Uh, then we had Worf's Family Edition, uh, episode 506. Episode 507 was a crossover tribute uh, to Rob Has a Podcast, my, uh, actually the only podcast I listen to about TV, reality TV, about that TV survivor and again Rob is just like the person he's just a really great guy and a really really enjoyable podcast uh, and again another podcast uh, similar to my brother my brother and me Night Vale uh, a lot of other podcasts I love is like uh, the podcast uh, done well can be about uh, whatever you want it to be but can actually serve people that uh, mainstream uh, something they can go really deep. I think John Green said that once on a panel. I happened to, was lucky enough to be on him with. Uh, it can go deep instead of wide, and I think Rob's particularly good at that. Uh, then we had the Siren and the Professor, another Superdoll story. Um, I don't know whose story that was. The Siren and the Professor. Well, I think that was. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, then the Inner Light was uh, one of the biggest and most beloved uh, Star Trek The Next Generation episodes. Uh, and uh, Lauren uh, from Criminal Podcast recommended that one to me, along with a lot of other people. Uh, that was a real fun episode to do. Uh, then 510 was Lorna Dunes, which is weird because they just performed this as a live show, uh, like a live version of it. Uh, that was a trending Carol King episode. Might have, I don't think it was the first one, but it was a, you know, an on and off uh, thing we do. So that was Lorna Dunes. And then Goldbug was another Superdoll story. Not sure again what, uh, <laughs> I guess it's been a while since I've recorded those ones. Uh, and then a Sleep with, sleep with TNG episode, uh, Hide and I always love the episodes with Q, John Delancey, he's brilliant. Uh, so that was cool. Then uh, 513 Under the Orlando Eye, that was a, like an on-location episode from the Orlando Eye, a big uh, Ferris wheel in Orlando on a kind of rainy, misty day. And it was on that with my brother and my mom. And that was really fun. And it was fun to be able to do to, get permission to do that. I was like, holy cow, I'm really lucky. Uh, then 514, we had a Boastmaster, which is another super, super doll story. I have a feeling that was whoever the rival was, Boastmaster. Uh, then 515, Data's Day, another really fun episode. I think there's even a comic about Data's Day. Uh, 516 was Gaga and the Nightbirds, which was this... Uh, uh, my uh, fictionalized version of Lady Gaga's uh, Super Bowl halftime performance. So that was cool. Then uh, we did, uh, we had Goonies Week, which was 
done anything like that again. Uh, but we had to three Goonies-themed episodes in a row. Good enough to save Earth. That was a super dull story. Um, I think with, like, a Goonies, Goonies undertones. Uh, then we had my tales of the tape and my memories of Goonie. Goonies the movie and trying to remember the plot. Which I think not all long after that, I went to the movie theater and saw it, uh, like a double feature. And then we did a live unboxing of uh, Goonies game, which came in like one of the DVD uh, editions somebody gave me as a gift. Uh, then we did, so this must have been a break from TNG, a little short little break. Then we did Quit Running, another super doll story. And then A View to a Kitten, a tale of the tape of a James, about a James Bond movie that I liked. Uh, and then another semi, like an on-location episode from Sea Life Orlando. Folk Cousteau visits Sea Life Orlando. I like that rhyme, Scoots. And so that was a fun little episode uh, that we did in uh, a cool aquarium, which gave me a lot of material. Uh, then in the Soft Scripted Heroes, another Super Doll Stories episode. Um, and then uh, Back to the Future Tales of the Tape, which I definitely didn't remember Back to the Future at all correctly. Uh, then 525 with Spruce Museum, another really personal uh, fan fantasy, but also personal episode. Another kind of creative uh, strong point for the show, which was based on, like, I like to make... Uh, Sometimes when I would play fantasy play outside of, um, in my yard, I guess particularly after I'd been to a museum, I'd make my own museums uh, out in the yard uh, for fun. So it's kind of based on that type of play you do as a kid or as an adult or that people get to do it as jobs, which is amazing. Uh, then we did a review of Superdoll. I think I, was, I wanted to do it in a sauna, but I ended up having to do it in a hotel room where I was waiting for a sauna to warm up. But uh, yeah, I definitely did this from a hotel room. I can picture the hotel room. And with Superdoll, I, I think everybody talked about this in the review, that's episode 526, is like, uh, it was a harder series to do because there were so many characters that I said, oh, like the first half of the season, we did their backstory, so it's concentrating on one character. Yeah, but that was our early series, and I said, I don't know how well this translates to sleep, the sleep podcast with that many characters, uh, but I did find it an enjoyable season, uh, especially with their backstories. It was just when we got to the present day, that was a little bit harder, because I said, well, I don't know, with all, it's just hard to switch from all these different perspectives. Uh, it, it must have been halfway through the season, though, uh, because I see some more super dolls, uh, coming up here. Um, maybe that was the season one review. I don't know. That's interesting. Then 527, A Matter of Time, another good Star Trek Next Generation episode. 528 was Ray, beloved character, my neighbor, visiting the uh, Universal Studios tour. Uh, 529 was Hydrox, Enneagrams, and uh, Dumplings. That was another Superdoll review, I think. Uh, talking about uh, the Enneagram, which I used a lot, uh, or en Engram, Enneagram, oh, that's interesting, because there's three reviews of Superdoll, uh, maybe that was the Superdoll season, uh, then uh, Cause and Effect, uh, which was uh, a uh, TNG episode, then Water Table, Florida Water Table from PodFest, or about PodFest, which is a, a podcast conference in Florida and Orlando uh, that I'd gone to in February, and uh, really Chris Kay and Katie Kay, and I got to meet some wonderful people, uh, Jessica and, and Diane, and, and make a lot of good friends, uh, Jonathan, uh, Shell, so many people, so many great people. Uh, it, it, it was just a cool, uh, it was a cool conference. It was really outside of my comfort zone. Everybody made me feel welcome there. So I did an episode like based on the business cards I got while I was there. Uh, and then 5:32, control over your soup. That's another super doll review. So maybe I did like a real. I think I was reading right through the notes. So it was a really dense maybe uh, review. Uh, then we did The per Perfect Mate, uh, which was a Sleeping With TNG episode. 
out if you haven't already. It's an episode of TNG, not my episode about it. Uh, then we had a walking, imaginary walking tour of the La Brea Tar Pits, which I had recorded right after I'd been there in a closet in an Airbnb. Uh, then in, Endless Introduction, I don't think this is our first Endless Introduction, though it may have been like intro after intro after intro after intro. And those have turned out to be pretty popular. I do it when, uh, during holidays and then uh, $10 on our patrons get to all intro episodes a month. So really cool. But I know a lot of people are big fans of the intro. Uh, the 536 and Measure of a Man, that's from uh, Sleep with TNG. That's a really classic uh, database episode. Uh, salad in real time. That was a real time recipe episode about sal- making salads. Uh, and then this was a new series uh, Big Farm in the Sky, Private Eye. This is a series I really, really enjoyed uh, making. About uh, someone that went to the Big Farm in the Sky and became a private eye when, when they got there. And they got help from someone back and not in the Big Farm in the Sky. It's, uh, best friend, and uh, the niece and best friend were, were kind of tribute to uh, uh, George and Karen from MFM Podcast, who have always been big supporters of Sleep With Me. Uh, then 5.39, we did the game, another fun uh, episode, because it has some action in Risa from Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, then on location episode, uh, Dusk, featuring Slurp and DJ Echo Bass. That was a fun one. I don't know when I recorded that. Maybe in February 2017. Uh, but that was a cool episode. Yeah, because I think it was there twice in February, in uh, 2017 in February. And uh, it was a fun episode to make. And uh, we, we don't do release publicly on location episodes anymore uh, with the ambient noise. But they are, like, if you ever look at our Patreon goals, they do get released based on... Uh, uh, case of Missing Moose uh, from Big Farm DI. That was a good fun episode. That was just a, a techie case. Uh, and another Q episode, Deja Q, which is Sleep with TNG. Classic, I would say. Uh, then episode 453, Daydream to Believe in. Uh, I don't know what this episode is. Uh, I think it, it must be a trending style episode, um, is that, oh no, okay, now I'm starting to remember, I think this is the one where I'm thinking, yeah, it's like based on my walk to work, um, and, uh, like, I was doing daydreaming, yeah, and I ran into, like, uh, where my walk to work, uh, uh, where I get fully immersed in the, uh, in the daydream, then 544 was Yellow Snow Mystery, was a big farm in the sky pi episode and that was like that was a really enjoyable one i really had a lot of fun with the big farm in the sky pi episodes i'm sure it'll come back at some point uh, soon but i don't have a date on that um but uh, that one's just taking these ideas of like what would a mystery be if it was a sleepy bedtime story and it occurred uh after someone made their way to the big farm in the sky. Uh, then we have the offspring, another data-centric uh, Star Trek The Next Generation episode, another really uh, heartfelt one. Uh, Bored Chromelin, uh, trending Tuesday-style episode. I don't know what this one's about. Uh, uh, as we hear some history about salons, uh, I don't know what happens in that episode. I mean, I'm just guessing that it was like a, like one of those seminar episodes where they like uh, you rent the podcast out to the boredom seminar people. Uh, then another one, missing music box, big farm PI, where they were looking for a music box, and that was a two-parter because uh, G, uh, the niece based in Georgia, was uh, a tribute to. Uh, it was like it's a music box in this world, the earth world, or the big farm world. 
which I think is another, I guess I get that and Perfect Mate mixed up. Uh, when I think about Tapestry, I think about Perfect Mate, and then I think about The Perfect Mate uh, for my ears, which is Carol King. Well, let's see what that is about. Oh, Jean-Luc, uh, oh, this is when he goes back to his childhood, uh, or to his time at the Academy. So that was a decent episode. Uh, I guess the tapestry of our, our lives. And then uh, 561 was the conclusion of the Blue Light Adventure with Morley, Distilled Blue Light Blues, uh, which was a, a good, you know, solve the case with a mystery. Uh, then with uh, 562, uh, Curse of the Cursing Notebooks, uh, that was a big farm in the sky adventure that had some personal uh, personal uh, connections uh, to notebooks and kind of attempt at a personal healing journey. So the, I liked that one. Uh, then 563 was the Game of Thrones the Season 6 recap. I think it was like getting ready for the kickoff of Game of Thrones. Uh, so I think what happened with that one was that, that was a new episode that I actually ran through Game of Thrones. Uh, let me just see, though. Let me take a look. I don't know if it was a repeat or a new episode. Oh, yeah. And that had a very popular, the Glee Duster is the intro for that one. That's a very popular intro. Yeah, 564 Sands Day at the Beach. That was a Trending Tuesday episode. And the, uh, that, was a, that was a memorable one. It was just a, a picture of uh, people getting ready to go, like an uh, uncle nephews getting ready to spend the day at the beach from a view of a grain of sand. So that was a fun one to make. Uh, then Callie and the Clones, uh, that was a big farm episode, uh, which was a really enjoyable uh, episode that I kind of barely remember. Then we kicked off uh, season uh, seven of uh, GOT and uh, with Dragonstone. I think I recorded that on, like, like, uh, on the road. I, mean, I remember watching the episode twice on the road, and I was excited for that season to kick off. You know, we were waiting for the next one. I think it comes out next year. Uh, then we had uh, My Life with HBO, which was a look back at uh, like, like HBO's impact on me, and me looking through uh, TV like TV guides from that period to see what was on HBO that I might have watched uh, as a kid. Hey, this is another big, good, big, big farm episode. The case of the outshining crown, uh, which is, you know, who's going to be, 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 be wear the brightest crowns and, and think about that. And a really kind of a journey starting with big farm into like these more uh, archetypal childlike uh, ideas. Like maybe not based on anything, but based on these childhood concepts of like, oh, well, once there was a king who wanted to wear the brightest crown, or once there was a queen that wanted the shiniest crown. Uh, then there was Stormborn, that was another GOT episode. Uh, then another item location episode, Lake Ontario, can I call you Terry? And I can remember this night, like I was literally uh, lying in a beach chair on this rocky beach of uh, Lake Ontario at night. It was very, very windy and very, very wavy, way more than comes across in the recording. I don't know how, like I remember recording it, it was like an ode to Lake Ontario, that uh, my favorite, the greatest of the Great Lakes, and of lakes, period, no offense to other lakes, it was really a love song, and uh, I was like, is this even get, Is this even going to be, when I was recording it, I was really all in to, to, to these odes to Terry, and uh, I was like, is this going to be a usable recording, and it did work out, like it, it was usable, like we have two episodes of 570s in here, so I'll have to fix that, but uh, 570 is a Rumble Summy Bird, another big farm episode, a fun one. Uh, 572, The Queen's Justice, this is a good Khaleesi episode. Uh, it's an episode, I don't know what it is, Bus Rides with Scooter. I remember one bus ride episode from a while ago, but that's not this one, so let's see what I wrote in the thing. Also says as the wheels in the bus go round and round. So I actually don't know what that episode is about at all. Uh, I mean, because I, 
maybe I talked about the 51A. I don't know if I talked about other bus rides. I'd been anxious as bus rides with Scooter. Because I know I had an original series. I was thinking about doing Tales from the 51A. But then I thought, people don't want to go on the bus to end up on a sleep podcast. So let's keep any bus things uh, personalized or imaginary. Uh, then I think of really uh, closed bo- open books, uh, which is a bo- like a mystery about a book or books, uh, Big Farm P.I. And that was the final episode and one I, I enjoyed making very much. Uh, then The Spoils of War, which is another Game of Thrones episode. Uh, Post Khaleesi, uh, Jamie's in that one. I think that was the one with, uh, J- yeah, Jamie, that was a good cliffhanger between the Queen's Justice and the Swallows of War. Uh, then 576 was a, a crossover I did with a Meditation Minis podcast, Shell, which was the idea of a chair there to comfort you, whether you're flying or you're going to have your teeth looked at, uh, that chair will be there to keep you company. Uh, 577 was a review, a lulling overview of Big Farm PI. Uh, 578 was Eastwatch, a Game of Drones episode, Game of Thrones drones. Uh, and I think that was a memory. I'm trying to remember uh, that episode. Eastwatch by the Sea, they call it. Uh, then there was Desert Island Serial, which was where I had an adventure with. Uh, Booberry, Count Chocula, and Frankenberry. So I think, yeah, even in that one, I quibbled. How come Count Chocula, how come the other two are, you know, are those two related, Booberry and Frankenberry? And I know that uh, at least around Halloween, that serial gets re released now that someone bought the rights to it. So keep an eye out for it. I don't think I've bought it, uh, but, you know, I'd like to. Uh, and I should probably should get some shirts with those characters on there. Uh, then we had a big one, a big return for a lot of the hardcore fans of the show. Uh, it was the return of Agatha and After the Glass, the Slipper. Uh, and this was our first season three of anything, I think. I'm pretty sure this was our first season three. And really, a, a show I worked very, very hard on, a series I really delved into. Uh, with the lessons I had learned from the last two, were these serial series, uh, even if you never hear them, I think what puts you to sleep uh, for some people. I mean, I believe all podcast episodes, it's like the work that goes into it is what really results in people being able to sleep. But uh, those ones that really dived into, like, uh, fairy tales and myths and stuff uh, to give the, give it some... Uh, to give, to give it some support of each story. And it was based on Agatha and uh, I think her co-teacher, who may have been Penelope. I don't, I can't remember who her co-teacher was. Uh, but that uh, they were teaching the, 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 the children of this new kingdom they lived in uh, who were, uh, some had a, a background from the, the fairy world and some had a background from the human world. And they were trying to create a, a class uh, about respecting the myths of the fairy people, because uh, they had lost, you know, because of everything. You know, Cinderella is still a great leader, but because the fairy, like uh, their kingdom, had been lost. Uh, uh, Five eighty one, a great episode of Game of Game of Thrones, uh, the, the show Thrones uh, Beyond the Wall. Uh, Big Adventure Tale of the Tape. I really had a hard time remembering the plot of this, and uh, it was uh, that was one of the tougher tales of the tape. I said, "How does my brain not remember Pee-wee's Big Adventure?" Uh, then we had Clam King and the Seasons, which was the tale of Clam King and Manella, uh, which, uh, as someone pointed out recently, uh, they were listening and said, "Is this about Persephone?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah, much based on the tale of Persephone. I think that's who it's based on. Uh, I'd have to look at my notes. Uh, uh, then we had 584, The Wolf and the Dragon. That's when the Khaleesi and uh, 
again. No, uh, uh, I think, uh, connect. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, I guess that's when they finally connect. And, uh, Sirius just standing out there, which was, uh, interesting. Uh, and that was the end of that season, which was saying, man, can't believe that season came to a close. Uh, but I guess it was like a kind of two part that it'll close with the last few episodes of Game of Thrones. Then we got to walk around Disneyland with my neighbor Ray, which is always a joy. Uh, 5e6 was uh, Daymog and Jalid, uh, which was uh, kind of like a meta-meta. Uh, it was like about uh, the first Star Trek The Next Generation episode we did, which was about, uh, uh, I'd have to think, uh, I can't remember the, the words uh, they used. Uh, and then about uh, Beowulf and, and uh, anyway, just like a lot of myth on top of myth on top of myth. Uh, then we had uh, Game of Thrones season seven recap. Uh, and if you don't listen to Game of Thrones episodes, I, I strongly suggest checking them out. They're, they're a lot longer, and they have uh, the coverage of the episode, then the coverage of the facts of the episode, then they have Tom and Pounce. And they have uh, yeah, prayers to the old gods and the new. So really, a really long and uh, I don't know different episodes than we make uh, labor intensive for sure. Uh, Five eighty eight was kayak cruise. It might have been our last uh, on location episode, though. We'll find out. Maybe there are some one or two others. Um, I think maybe there's one or two others, but that was an episode I recorded in a kayak. Uh, and again, it's just like uh, the on-location episodes are a bit labor-intensive uh, to uh, support just uh, for, for the free podcast. Uh, but uh, those are fun ones, and that was a fun one. I was in a kayak looking for uh, great blue herons. Uh, 589, Girl Without Bird Song. So that was the After the Glass Silver episode. One of my episode when I look back at it, I, I can remember making this and writing it and the myths behind it and stuff. Uh, so powerful episode for me, just making it uh, and uh, thinking about it. Um, uh, Captain's Holiday, that was a fun game. It's uh, a Star Trek episode. So TNG was back. And that was Picard's trip to Risa, which everybody was happy about. He said, finally, Captain, you're going to relax here. And he said, what do you mean? Uh, okay, then um, uh, 591 was another kind of tribute crossover episode, things I might have wrote as a kid. And uh, that was uh, uh, based on podcast. Grown-ups read things they wrote as kids and the live show. Just another podcast to read and check out. Um, and then Mother of All Alchemy, which is after the glass of Slipper episode. Again, kind of probing at some myths. Uh, then we jump to uh, TNG, uh, The Naked Now, which was, I think, the second. Like, there was a, the first two episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 was a two parter. World's just a really long episode encounter at Farpoint, and I think a Naked Now is either the second or the third episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. It's pretty out there, so it was just wild that it was like uh, that early on. Uh, really out there, fun episode uh, to check out. Okay, here's some back to back ones. Uh, this is one's called On Summer's Horseback. Uh, this is when uh, it was, was not on location. But it was afterwards recounting a, a horseback ride I did. It's a really popular episode. I hear from a lot of people about it. And it's because, I think because it's true. Like, uh, I think the reason people like it is because I was riding a horse. Uh, it wasn't particularly my forte or within my wheelhouse. I said, okay, my daughter wants to go for a horse ride. Well, let's go. Um, but then, uh, so then what I did to pass the time was talk to my horse, whose name was Summer. And I whispered to her, and I sang to her, and I, I negotiated with her. Like I said, let's get through this summer together. And don't, you know, don't, don't be sympathetic to my vibrations. Uh, please, Summer, please. 
that's a, something a lot of listeners <laughs> have uh, a relationship with. Uh, 594 was again another after the glass slipper magic frog song. It just inspired by a really cool myth, uh, or uh, I think a Grimm's, uh, Grimm's Tale. And uh, th- that uh, I was able to kind of reimagine in a way, or pretty pretty big way, change it around. Okay, well, if this was so, uh, I don't know, again, I, I just really, I can picture the journey that the story goes on and almost experience myself, and uh, that doesn't always happen, but I think that's an important part of the show is that it can give you a physical and visceral journey, uh, and I can take it, I can see cobblestones and being outside of buildings, this frog, uh, and then Cupid, another Cupid fun Q episode for TNG, and then another experimental episode, uh, Trending Transcript Tuesdays, with a, with a machine transcript of a Lady Witchbeard episode, and that was just an experiment, pretty bizarre, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, I think it went okay, um, and then Dueling Butterflies was the After the Glass Slipper episode, I don't know what that one was about. Let me look it up, actually. I have no clue. It's weird how some of them come back to me instantly. Uh, but it's like each of these episodes represents like about 20 hours of my work. Uh, so that's like uh, between where we are today and now, that's like uh, 100 times 20. So 2,000 hours of work since I made that episode. It's just an episode work, not uh, putting a podcast, everything out. Let's see what it says about that. Uh, Don't worry, Hamilton fans. No birds will be harmed in this podcast. Uh, Only lulls will be cast by caring siblings for you to sleep to. Doesn't really give us a lot of details about what happened in that episode. Dueling butterflies. uh, So it would have been butterflies trying to top one another. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what myth or what uh, um, after the glass slipper du- dueling butterflies. Usually, I remember all of these. Well, not, clearly not all of them, but I really can't. I mean, I can picture beautiful butterfly wings flapping and relaxing us uh, and uh, unwinding us. And I'm sure Bernie was mentioned in it, but. Uh, Butterflies, I guess. When I get off, I'll have to check it. But I'm sure it's like a, a tale based on either a myth or a fairy tale. I'm just trying to buy some time to see if my brain remembers it. Plus, well, we'll just stop here. So what I'll do is I'm gonna look up the note. The look up the notes for that 598 dueling butterflies. Uh, let's see, because the next episode was the 599, the chase, which is a Star Trek: the Next Generation episode, pretty close to the end of our Star Trek coverage. Um, and uh, the reason we haven't gone back, we, we will be doing some Star Trek coverage either soon or, or concurrent with this episode when it comes out. Um, but the reason is that you just uh, you didn't realize how, like, some people just, uh, they, uh, like, a large percentage of listeners just won't listen to Star Trek episodes. And I know it's some people's favorites, so I've tried to find some balance which is to do just a few episodes. Uh, that way, uh, people are getting the episodes, but uh, it's not a. Let's see. So I'm sorry, I'm messing around. Am I trying to find a folder with the uh, the notes here? What did I say? Dueling butterflies. I wonder if my notebook is here, and that's what will well, bring you to sleep. And then what I'll do is, uh, and I think this would take an hour. So I guess we'll do another recap of uh, uh, 600 to, to the current thing. Let's see here, those show notes, after the glass slipper season three, I see uh, Vanilla, uh, Shelley part two, statue, 12 children, uh, Damog, frogs, bezel, Silvi, maybe this was one that was, maybe this episode never existed, because I don't see I don't know, this one is, is uh, mislabeled. Uh, 
Well, this one was based on an episode of Weird, Weird Science. I don't know which episode this was. Uh, oh, this is alchemy. So that's the mother of all alchemy. Statue of uh, 12 children. I wonder what this one was. Maybe this was the dueling butterflies. Oh, I think this was. So it was based on the 12 children. Uh, uh, one sister. I think this is about uh, that they all get a king regent. Uh, six sons, uh, six daughters. Uh, fairy godmother to help watch over the children. Uh, 12 children play together. Uh, meanwhile, the queen has uh, her own, so those are his first family. And then his current queen has a boy and a girl. And uh, they go, oh, the, all the kids are living in one tower by themselves. The brother and sister find them uh, and say, hey, they, all these kids are playing in a playroom in a tower in our castle. And uh, then they get sent off. Uh, changed into butterflies and then they return I kind of remember this at the end everyone the girl rules forever uh, all children have uh, moth birthmark on them uh, Prince Regent wants more children this is still again in the notes uh, Queen relents so this is okay King makes a page for a playroom Sends the children out, uh, uh, 12 strands of ivy. So a little bit, uh, that's a little bit about it. Uh, basically a tale of uh, the children turning to butterflies, helping their sister by carrying her, and then turning back into her siblings. Uh, so I hope as you did now, picture a flight of beautiful butterflies, uh, and they're gently rocking your bed. It's very cool as that. And Maybe they're carrying you into the clouds, uh, or maybe you're nice and snug in your bed on the ground, or maybe the butterflies are just outside gently flapping their wings uh, with a beautiful restful sound as you get more comfortable and drift off.